The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. Jean, I love today's question because I feel like it's probably very relatable to a lot of small business owners. And when I read it, I thought, I'm kind of sad for these people. But honestly, I think you're going to give them a really good pep talk. I'm looking forward to it. All right. So after we hear from our sponsor, we're going to get into our first question from Sidria from Tucson, Arizona. This podcast is brought to you by The Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, The Hartford strikes back for over 1 million small business customers with property, liability, and workers' compensation insurance. Check out The Hartford Small Business Insurance at thehartford.com. So Sidria's question, and she owns a swimming pool service company, is, it has been 17 years and we are tired. How can we take this business to the next step? We are hitting $425,000 a year and have not been able to hit 525000 I think she means profit, yeah. correct? In the last five. I'm assuming. So what now? As we keep going, the cash flow seems to get bigger, but the income is staying the same. That's such an interesting question. Like, why would that be happening? You know, first of all, when I hear that she's tired, you know, I, I think, do you, do you ever see Blazing Saddles? Yeah. Maybe like, so the Madeline Kahn, when she's like singing, she's like, I'm so tired. I'm tired. Everything is kaput. Uh, that's what I was thinking. I, like, I, I, I actually get that. Like, when people are saying that, like, you know, like, you know, I'm, it's tiring running a business. This, this person, Sidria, her Yeah, because you're hustling all the time. Yeah, it's 17 years she's been running this business. And you think to yourself, like, after running a company for 17 years, it is, it's, it wears you down. It's like a battle, you know? Yeah. And you're, you're kind con- it's funny, you, Sidria, I'm only saying this because I hope it makes you it, it just sympathize with you. I mean, I have one client every year who runs a really profitable business and, his most depressing day of the year was like January 1st because he's like, I got to start all over uh, again. And I'm exhausted. Kind of it? Oh, it, it's like, it's like, it's a supply business, like an okay. auto parts supplier. And it's not like he's got continuous contracts. Yeah. So he's just got, he's just got to, he, he's battling and he's, he's hustling. He's hustling. And he's like, you know, and the, the guy I know he's like in his forties and he's been doing it now for like 15 years and he's just tired. You know what I mean? Like it's just, so you're not alone in feeling that way. And I just think that it's, should um, we start like a Facebook group for like tired small business owners? What do you do? Is it, you know, so there's, there's a few, there's a few different things. She's, she's talking about like, she's hitting like $400,000 a year in profits. And yet she's, uh, it's kind of leveled out and, you know, she wants to, you know, how does, what does she do at this point? She's yeah. clearly, she's in a rut yeah. is what you feel like. We've you know? answered questions like this a lot. Yeah. And I feel like you've always given a good pep talk to people. What would you do if that was you? I mean, you know, if you were running a business and you were, you were just, you're in a rut, what would you do? Well, the two things is that she's in a rut and she's also kind of plateaued. Yeah. yeah. And... I don't know. Is pivoting an option? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, you know, it could be. I mean, one one thing I have to say is this, you know, like your, uh, you know, your your life is short. You know, I mean, we don't, you know, we're on this earth for a very brief period of time. If you're tired and you're unhappy and you're like, you need a change, you, you know, you might want to seriously consider changing. I mean, there is, there's plenty of ways in this world to make a buck. 
And we spoke on a previous podcast how 2018 was a uh, a great year for businesses selling themselves. So, you know, Sidhu, this might be, uh, you know, the, the time to say, you know what, I'm just, you know, not enthused. I'm not, you know, I'm not like thrilled coming to work every day. I'm tired. I'm like, whatever. And um, it's not doing it to me anyway. You know, sell the business and move on to something else. Right? I hate it when people get so emotionally involved in their business. Yeah, I mean, there are people are. The, the, the How can you not, though? Well, but the most successful entrepreneurs that I meet that run their companies are the ones that treat their businesses like assets. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just things, you know? I mean, you get emotionally involved with your family and your friends and your pets. and what, That's something that can give you a love. A business doesn't give you a love. It just sort of sucks the energy out of you. <laughs> so you should be, um, Sajia, considering one option you might want to really think is to take advantage of, of the times that we're in right now, because it's not going to stay the same, um, and say, you know, this might not be a bad time to just sort of cash out and go and, and do something else. That is certainly um, one thing to consider. Yep. Second thing to consider, Sidria, is, um, is the opposite of cashing out. Uh, because it's such a good time to sell your business, it's also a great time to buy a business. So maybe, you know, within your own business, you want to give yourself new challenges. And I've thought about that myself in my own business. I mean, my business, we sell software, you know, and provide implementation to it. And, you know, where it's I'm in a similar situation. I've been doing this for like 25 years now. Like it's, you know, hey, you're, you're tired. Yeah. Yeah. And like and I think to myself, like what now? And, and that's why last year I launched like a whole new platform and a whole new area of business just to like keep my sort of keep the energy going, keep the, the, the creative juices going. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. so Sidhu, I mean, you're, you're running a, a, you service swimming pools. Maybe a challenge would be to buy a competitor or to, or to add on to your business and buy and decide to sell some swimming pool products or something related in the industry by buying another company. So instead of selling your company, um, cause you are generating this extra cash every year, um, buy something else and then something that might give you a little kick in the, you know what, so that you're suddenly enthused and back into doing work and excited about, you know, what you're doing. So that's another, you know, that's another thing to think about. The final thing that I can, that I can also recommend is, um, is just changing your state. Like if your business is a good business and it's making you money, um, I know you're tired. We're all tired. Everybody's going to work. Believe me, everybody at a job is tired. I mean, it's, you know, so be grateful for what you got. You got like a business that's generating its thing. Um, can you do something to um, to separate yourself from the business a little bit, to do something that's fun? Like, in other words, can you change your schedule? Can your business still run as well or effectually? Or can you hire somebody, bring somebody in, and then maybe you spend more time doing something else that jazzes you up? You volunteer somewhere. You know what I mean? You join a, a theater group, you know, you, you do something that you're like, that just sort of takes your mind off your business or can help you distract while you're at business and think about other stuff. Now, I did that when I started writing about, you know, yeah. God, 12 years ago, it was like I was like enough of being yelled at by clients for all the products that I sell. You that still don't get work. yelled at by clients. Still, I do, but I handle it better because um, I could turn that into stories or talk about it yeah. here or whatever. So I started writing for that very reason, to get to change my state, to give me something else to do. So again, maybe you just cash out and sell. Maybe you buy another business. Maybe you try out a new product line or a new thing that just gets you jazzed back up again. Or maybe you just keep running the business, but bring in a little bit of additional help and go away somewhere. And, you know, instead of spending 12 hours a day at your business, try to spend eight hours a day and take the other four hours and... That was my thought when when she said we are tired. I was thinking because that's kind of a physical business to run. Maybe they feel like 
we just physically cannot do this anymore because it's it's servicing pools. It's it not is. like you're sitting behind a desk or sure. installing software. And sure. of course, this is going to sound really flippant, but I'm I'm always thinking. Can you take a vacation for a week and just like get away from everything and then come back and really assess like, is this really what I want to be doing? Right. Or right. is there something like you were saying, new function to add to the business, new offering that you could focus on? You know, on? it's funny that you say that like in this, you know, I've been working on this book um, about how people dealt with the recession and a surprising number of people looked at the downturn in their business and actually like almost shut up shop for like a month um, and like reassessed their business and their lives. And then 10 years later, they look back on it. They like, they'd re it, it, it had a big impact on themselves. Mm, so your suggestion is really, it, it's really true. Like if Sidra, you know, if you can take a week or two and just get away um, and go to an island somewhere and walk around on the, and just think about your life and your business and where you are, I don't think that's gonna be a long-term refresher for you because yeah. ultimately you'll get back to the grind. But getting away from your business and, and putting things in perspective and really thinking about your life and where you're going, that is it's always a great exercise. And, and I really don't mean that as a flippant, like, just take a vacation and everything will be better. I'm, no. I'm, as Jean said, I'm thinking more of a, it's just, you get a new perspective. You, you can step back a little bit. You do. And say, like, you know, maybe I've just been thinking about this the wrong way. Maybe I have a cold right now, so I'm tired. Yeah, like, and you're never going to think that way if you're if you're at your business. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you got to get away and do that. So Agree. those are all the different things. But I get one final takeaway, though, Sidri, is that it seems like you've got a pretty nice business going on. Um, I know you're tired, but um, you be grateful for that. Like, see if you can, you know, you know, appreciate that. Don't don't blow it. You know, yeah. don't don't just walk away from it or 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 take it for granted. Because it sounds like you've done a pretty good job with it, and um, you know, it just might be a you know sort of just a new attitude that you need to have. Okay, we'll be right back with Jean's word of brilliance. Did you know that increasing customer attention by as little as five percent can improve your profitability by as much as seventy five percent? If you're looking to increase your customer retention and profits. Check out Small Biz Ahead's new ebook, Keep Customers Coming Back for More. This ebook will teach you how you can use the reciprocity principle to increase sales, how to increase social proof to help drive customer interest, and why creating a fear of missing out can encourage customers to buy from you. Head over to smallbizahead.com and click the link in the show notes to download your free copy today. And we're back with Jean's Word of Brilliance. So, uh, my Word of Brilliance today is Startup. Elizabeth, um, a uh, report that was done at the end of 2018 by a company called LendEDU, and you can add this into the show notes, um, looked at the most popular industries for startups in 2018 if you're starting up what are they? a new business. I can't wait to hear. Well, what are they? among the top 10, because I've only got five for you, I've got some interesting ones and I'd like to share them with you. Um, one of them, these are the, of the top five, um, healthcare, okay. starting anything up in healthcare, which makes, right? Yep. Like Total sense. Aging population, uh, lots of opportunities to drive people trying to reduce their healthcare costs. Um, a lot of thought giving into how do you better manage healthcare. So that, that's number one. Okay. Yep. Number two, I have a bit of an issue with, they're calling it e-commerce, and they're calling that like a popular industry for a startup. That now, means so many different things. Yeah, though. exactly. That's like just saying, I guess you could say that's like online retail, but even retail, I hate saying retail because you can break that down, you know, into so many different. So, but one takeaway is to say this, 
many, many startups, obviously among the top five, according to this report, are starting up e-commerce. They're selling stuff online. Okay. Okay. So it's not like they're just opening brick and mortar stores. If they're looking to sell, they're looking to do it. And I'm assuming if they're doing that, they're doing it through Amazon. They're doing it through eBay. They're doing it through Alibaba. They're doing it through, you know, they're setting up storefronts to do that way. So that's another popular one. Third most popular startup in 2018, technology companies. That's another super broad. It is very broad. I am going to assume, being myself in the technology space, that the more popular area for tech companies has got to be in the area of security. Okay. If you are looking to... I was thinking app creation. No. And, and that's like <laughs> app creation. Like, right? That's very general. I know. Security is, I mean, it is the hottest tech industry and it is going to be for the yeah. foreseeable future. Yeah, I was reading recently, I like Google, Apple, Microsoft, they cannot get their hands on enough smart... So, you know, you know, people that have you know, experienced software engineers with security experience. If you've got the brains to be a software engineer and you're looking to get into the technology industry, uh, you know, find an area of, of security to focus on. And that's where you want to be. So after healthcare, e-commerce, technology companies, um, maintenance related companies. Is I one totally of get popular. that because people do not want to do stuff around their houses Correct. or their offices. Offices, houses, anything that has to do with repairs, anything that has to do with fixing things up, um, all of that falls under the umbrella of, of maintenance. And that was also a very popular startup. Now, yeah. what, just out of curiosity, so if you were going to start up a business, let's just say, right, that you're out of a job, you're going to start up your own company. What would be the industry you'd go into? Okay, so I'm going to answer in two ways. One would be something I'm actually qualified to do, which is I think I Good would answer, just, by the way. Keep going. I would, I would um, probably just start a business doing some type of passive income, like writing books and selling them on Amazon or something. Okay. Because I do write, so okay. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do that. But... Um, I think, and I think I've mentioned this before, um, pet care is like a huge, huge industry right now. People treat their dogs and cats like they're pets. Like I remember my dad was telling me growing up, people just kept their dogs in like a dog house in the backyard. They didn't, they didn't come in the house. Right. This was like, he, yeah, I think he was born in 48, late forties. Right. So he was a kid in the fifties. Now my dog has two of her own dog beds. <laughs> And she has sweaters and different leashes and harnesses and collars. And she has a dog walker and she has a dog daycare place. And I, my, one of my friends is a stay-at-home mom. And she just started walking dogs and watching them overnight. And she's actually making a good... Dude, we spend like 15 bucks a time every time our dog yeah. walker comes to take our dog out. Um, and they do a wonderful job. Um, dog walking is like a big business, a yeah. home pet care, big business. You know, there is, there's a difference between becoming a, a veterinarian and being even a technician yeah. in, in the animal care and then making house calls and doing things like checking for fleas or giving shots or whatever. Yeah. I, th I think that is a lot of opportunities yeah. um, to be in the, in the, and by no. the way, you would love it because you love your dog. What about you? If you were going to start a new business tomorrow, uh, the other thing I was thinking Sorry, I'm like, what would you do, Gene? And then yeah, I'm like, well, okay. let me keep talking about myself. That's okay. um, I would also think about doing a subscription-based online business. Okay. Because that's kind of where it's at now. Right, right. Well, you're, um, first of all, when you started your answer is exactly what anyone listening, if you're listening to this and you want to start up a business, you said I would, I would do something that I know, 
I'm familiar with. Thank you for saying that because, uh, you know, it, you know this, the most successful business owners I meet, they start up businesses based on their experience. You know, they, they and even I've had some kids come to me. I, I had one of, one of my, my son's friends wanted to start up a business in the area of, actually it was user experience on, on the internet. Oh, like, cool. Like website design and make it whatever. And the kid had like just graduated college and, and I was like, dude, go and work for a firm that specializes in that for like 10 years. And then start up your business, yeah. you know, because you need, you got to get experience. And what you said was 100% right. You know how to write, you're, you, that you're familiar, you're good at it. You want to do something around that, which is why, yeah, I would love to start up like the most popular bar in Philadelphia, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or be a world-renowned chef, but I don't know how to do it, you know. Yeah. So you asked me what I was, I would start up something in the technology space yeah. because that's just all I know. And An app store? Yeah, or something <laughs> to do with security. I mean, I would follow, if I was starting up completely from scratch, I would probably be reselling and implementing security products is what I would be doing um, because I think that that is... Uh, a huge growth area and it's just uncomfortable. I'm, so I'm familiar. We actually have an ebook called 99 Small Business Ideas. So if you're thinking, I want to start up a new small business or I want to add on to my existing business, I will link to that ebook. You do have to download it and um, give us your email address, but we won't spam you. Don't okay. worry. And so we'll link to that in the show notes. Okay. Good question and answer this week. Good word of brilliance, Gene. We will see Good you job. next time. And if you would like to submit a question, go to our website, Small Biz Ahead, click on the podcast tab, open up any episode's show notes, and there is a link in there where you can submit a question that Gene will answer. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Gene for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.